Hi, everyone. The following podcast is a direct message network and podcast one production. We are direct link to your favorite stars. What's up? It's Sierra, new member and ambassador for WW Weight Watchers Reimagined. Since joining, I feel healthier and more confident than ever. The new MyWW Plus, our most holistic program ever, gives you more of what you need to lose weight like tools to help boost your mindset, get you moving, and plan meals based on what you have on hand. Plus, over 300 zero-point foods you don't have to track. The new MyWW Plus, more holistic, more personalized, more weight loss. Join today with a limited-time offer at www.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial. All right, guys. If you're like me, um, you like free stuff, and I have a free sample for you guys to try this week um, from OxyClean Odor Blasters. I don't know about you guys, but uh, our place has been getting a little funky uh, because we're doing some working out out in the garage and we're bringing all obviously our, our clothes in uh, and they're just nasty. At least mine are. Uh, and we've got a couple dogs who, you know, are all around the house and they are also nasty sometimes. But OxyClean has, has done magic for me. Uh, these little odor blasters, they just blast away the funk uh, that you would imagine is, is in my workout clothes and on the dog's blankets and on the rugs uh, and everything else that they touch. So if, uh, if you've got some of that going on in your life and uh, you want to rid it with something that's super powerful uh, and will just blast away that funk... Uh, I got something for you for you to try. So you've got to try OxyClean Odor Blasters for yourself. To work your magic with OxyClean, go to OxyClean.com slash try me and order a free sample. That's OxyClean.com slash try me, T-R-Y-M-E, for a free odor blaster sample while supplies last. This is Adulting Like a Mother Father. Thanks for tuning in to learn more. We applaud you. Now sit back, relax. So baby, keep it pushing while we have a couple laughs. And maybe get a little mushy. But don't forget to take a deep breath. Adulting can be hard sometimes. Just take the next step. Pick the right foot up and put it in front of the left. You do this over and over and you'll be headed to rest. And let me introduce you to the star of the show, Daniela Monet. I bet you probably heard her say, Chicago, Chicago. Well, now she's all grown up and got a little baby boy. His name is Gio Dang. What a bundle of joy. We're a tribe of three, but we're building a community. So come along. It's time for some adulting. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Adulting Like a Mother Father. I'm Daniela Monet, the mother. And I'm Andrew, the father. And we're both adults. And if you're an adult or just trying to be one, this is the show for you. Um, it's been a week, guys, a week and a weekend. Um, we spent the majority of last week in Big Bear. So you want to jump into some adulting wins and fails? Yeah, I was going to say that's my win. Um, but I think I'm going to make it a little more specific. We got Geo out on a boat for the very first time, which was so cool for any of you guys that have children, uh, or if you don't, right. And you're just pushing yourself to have new experiences, providing something like that for your child for the first time is super, super cool. I loved it. I loved being out on the boat. I loved being in a new environment. I loved that we were in the mountains and it felt just remote and nature, just nature. Okay. That's what I needed more of. (laughs) Nature. Yeah. Um, Yeah. The whole experience. Do you have a fail, by the way? 
I do have a fail. It's, it's kind of lame, but I feel like a lot of people are probably feeling the same way right now. I feel like every day is literally blending into the next day right now. Yeah. I've like fallen into like a little tiny slump and I'm working all the time to get out of it and stay positive and like give myself things to get excited about. But I just feel like what's today, Monday. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's also f- last Friday, if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I didn't know that you had fallen into a little slump. Yeah, a tiny little one. Okay. But it's not it's, enough for you, me to talk about. You never actually talk about those moments. I, I'm curious to hear when this slump started. Probably on Friday. When we got back, basically. Maybe, yeah. So maybe it's a blend of like right back to normal again, mm-hmm. you know, like the same thing every day. Also, uh, not that I drank a lot, but I, you know, I drank a little bit every day for three days. Um, and I feel like it reminds me of when I used to go to Vegas or Havasu or whatever, and you'd go and drink and drink and drink for a couple of days. And, you know, come that day that you had to be sober when the fun's over, like, you just feel a little low. Yeah, because no, if I, I, if I'm correct, alcohol is a, a depressant. A downer. Yeah. Yeah. So it could be that. Um, but I also just feel like it, maybe it was like the timing of the trip. Cause we went Tuesday through Friday, came back. So we already had our fun and then everybody else's long weekend started and we didn't have any plans. And I know that sounds so lame. You're like, dude, why do you have FOMO? Like you're 32, grow up, you're fine. No, it doesn't sound lame. Feel your feelings. But I don't, I don't want to. My thing is if I'm going to preach it, which I try not to do, but if I'm going to preach it, I want to walk it too. I you know what it, I mean? Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's normal. Everybody's going to have little periods of feeling low, but I'm only going to let that live for the shortest amount of time possible. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm going to dig my way back out quickly. Sure. No, I, that's admirable. I, I, I wish I could say the same. I think yeah. that I'm, I'm better at digging myself out of slumps in the real world. Like prior to COVID, because there were always little things that I knew were going to come at me mm-hmm. and there, those little things are no longer. So right. we have to like work extra hard and get extra creative to like create those moments. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, the big bear was like a high. It felt just good to do anything, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, so yeah, no, that's my win. I, I liked being in a new kitchen. I liked cooking with my aunts. Um, those are like the little things for me. I loved that. Like Gio slept well and that, like that wasn't an issue. He's crushing the whole, like being away from home thing. Thank goodness. Um, we're lucky. Um, Yeah, there's been a lot of change, though, like, otherwise. I feel as though my fail, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's almost like I feel like there is some more change on the horizon. I feel like time is, like, slipping away, and I get anxious knowing that I have limited experience. It's hard to explain. It's like little things like milestones are happening where, you know, I, I said on my social media recently that Gio decided that he was done breastfeeding and it was a weird moment because I didn't predict that happening at all. I kind of just figured I would go for a while or as long as he wanted. And as long as he wanted was about 10 and a half months, you know? So that was like a weird moment. And I, I just gifted all of my breast milk to my cousin, (laughs) 
Which, like, this also, I, I mean, is, does it sound ridiculous? A little bit. Okay, because it's not necessarily for me, and I wonder if other moms can relate because. So, what's the fail? The fail is just like the moment, the milestones feel like they're happening so quickly. Like Gio's first birthday's coming up, and it almost feels like we're in this like fake reality where these milestones are very much real. Like we'll never have another first birthday. He'll yeah. never breastfeed. He'll most likely never breastfeed again. I mean, that's yeah. Maybe won't. next year. No, he won't. Cause I'm done. <laughs> you know, like these things just won't happen anymore. And yet we're like not fully like in the real world. Is this like, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I don't think it's crazy. I think a lot of people feel like that. I mean, everybody has their own milestones in their own life, you know, and yeah. they're just very different right now with everything going on still. Yeah. Or everything not going on still. So true. Um, but I know that this episode is supposed to be a totally different deal for us. It sure is. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to hear how this goes <clears throat> because this was your idea and I'm down. Um, so maybe explain a little bit like where the idea came from and what yeah. you want to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. We can jump in. So I think I alluded to this in the last episode, uh, and this actually is inspiration from our friz, uh, friz, friend Chris Harder and his wife Lori Harder. Um, what they do, and it's probably not exactly what they, but, but what they do is they sit down every once in a while. It sounds like maybe once a year, and they talk about their future, what they both want individually, their hopes and their dreams, um, and then how they can both help each other to make those things happen. So I was inspired by this. I think it's a really, really cool concept, especially for people in a relationship. And even for those that aren't, this is still a conversation. This is a very adult conversation that you should be having with your closest friends, your family members, people that lift you up and want to help you get to wherever you want to be at in life. Uh, so long story short, I thought that they, that them doing this was super cool. And I wanted to take that and bring that into our own relationship so we haven't done this before, but what I want to do is have a very open conversation about what we both want as individuals, what we both want together, uh, and how we can both best help each other to get what we want. Mm-hmm. Make sense? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. No, it does. I'm just laughing because I feel like this is a conversation we have um, on and off in our real life, like off the podcast. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily but- have to be about the relationship and like the fact no, I know, within. I know what it has more to do with like goals and, and yeah. things that like you're trying to strive for. Yeah. What, what like might be missing in your life that would fulfill you more or, you know, things you want to take off at some point in your life that like, you know, maybe it's all on your own or maybe I can help you get that done. Mm-hmm. But that's the stuff that I want to talk about. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Okay, so so who should? How does it work? Do you want me to start, or do you? Yeah, want I can to start? start. I okay, can start. Go ahead. So, will you that, like ask me a series of questions, or should we go back and forth, or should we just make this? Very I think we organic? should organic. Pretty organic. Okay, go ahead. So, okay, let's let's start with the work world. Okay. I know that in your dream world, you would be on a half-hour sitcom, preferably work like five minutes from home. Right. That's your dream work situation. Yeah. Is that still pretty accurate? 
Yeah. And I think I, I said this, I, I don't remember which episode it was, but yeah, I mean, I think to some regard, I find myself most comfortable on like a half hour show on a single camp, I'm sorry, a multi-camp show, which is a comedy essentially, like what I've done most of my life from baby daddy to victorious to pretty much whatever you've seen me on. Um, but I think, like I said, now that I'm a mom, the idea of having a consistent job that like one that may not end for a while, because hopefully you'll have a show that gets picked up for many seasons is a little bit like overwhelming just coming from like not having worked on a series since, well, my own series since Victorious really. Yeah. Wow. So that's been a long time. Okay. So I think I've shifted more into, let me get a few like movie of the weeks, like some like cute, like I know I'm in and out in like a month and okay. yeah, get my feet wet. Okay. So, uh, I mean, it's obviously you're not going to know what you want forever, but in the next one to three years, that's like your dream scenario. Are there any dream projects that you want to work on? You know, I've always just gotten used to like it all working itself out for me. I've had like loose ideas and I think my loose idea is that I just want to be a working actor. Okay. And then I sort of just hopefully pick and choose along the way the projects that make the most sense for me in that moment. And I still want to do like family friendly, you know, funny, lighthearted, cute. That's my goal. That's okay. what I want to do. Okay. Got it. Is there anything outside of the acting world that we can consider work that, or maybe not necessarily work, but more of a passion project that you want to get your hands on? Yeah, I mean, there's so many already kind of happening and I'm like learning so much um, working on Kinder and working, you know, on this new project that I haven't really spoken a lot about. But honestly, by the time this episode comes out... Can you give us any little out, teaser about the new yeah, project? <laughs> it'll probably be like near and done. Um, so, yeah, so when I was pregnant with Gio, I met with um really interesting dude who's just been in like the... I guess, what would you call it? Like the startup business, essentially. Yeah, I just say he helps build e-commerce businesses. Yeah, and so him and I chatted because, you know, I was pregnant and my brain was just going a million miles a minute just trying to figure out like something that I can do once I was a mom because I knew that I was going to be so in it and I knew that there was something that I was really um, curious about and that was the diaper space. Okay. Because, you know coming from the position of being vegan and caring about the environment, I wasn't sure what the right diapers were um, to choose for Gio at that point. I was still pregnant. So I spoke to him and I said, hey, listen, like, you know, what would it look like to start up a, a smaller diaper line that would be eco-friendly, that would tick all the boxes that mattered to me? Vegan, cruelty-free, of course, like really mindful, sustainable ingredients and things that, you know, wouldn't harm our planet because that was most important to me, but of course be efficient and, and work and be comfy and cozy. So we worked on this, this diaper line ever since then. It's been, well, my whole pregnancy almost. And then now, you know, Gio's almost a year old. So it's finally come to fruition. And the reason why some of these projects take so long, you know, you run into so many little hurdles along the way, but this one was unique because ironically during COVID, a lot of the materials that you would typically use for a diaper were in high demand for masks. Mm. So we had to shift gears a few times and then, yeah. So that's, that's what 
is sort of in the popper in terms of like passion projects, but okay. what's a popper hopper. <laughs> is it hopper? It's, yeah, it's probably hopper over popper. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, cool. All right. Oh so, okay. So we got the you work guys, thing. Hold for on. I had three sips of coffee this morning. I literally had a panic attack from whatever was in that coffee that you gave mm, me. So it's not a winner. And so like, I did not know the taste was so good that I like, I think I maybe drank too fast and it was black. And I thought that I was having a panic attack and lost my mind essentially and now i'm like coming down from that and i so badly want more of it but i'm scared that i'm gonna want to go back to where you have a reaction is it possible that like certain beans can just like mess with your psyche um or was it my mood before what is it help me yeah it's probably mood before it's probably nothing in the stomach that was an espresso roast it's usually uh roasted longer it's darker which means typically there's less caffeine oh which is why you get a concentrated bit okay. for espresso um yeah i don't know it's probably mindset more than anything else okay all right sorry uh okay all right so that's the work world i think i have a much better idea here and it's become uh way more clear for me what i want you to do is paint the picture of what your dream world looks like in one to three years from now, that's, we already talked about work. What does family life look like? What does your individual life look like? The things that you're spending your time on, uh, paint that picture for me. And then we're going to reverse engineer that. And I'm going to okay. figure out how I can help you achieve all those things. Okay. One to three years from now, I see us with a couple kids, Woo. um, probably looking to move or if not have moved. Okay. Um, but I would like to keep our current home and become property managers or have a property manager and rent it out. So that would be a great asset to have. And then um, I think like I want to just find a groove like, you know, you if you let's say we have a, a second child by that point, like we have to go through all the things over again. So it does take a little bit of time and I don't feel like I fully got my bearings until Gio is about nine, 10 months old. I know that sounds probably crazy, but like I really don't. I feel like I've, I finally found a rhythm. Like I can literally step out and go to, you know, visit my aunt for a couple hours and not be overwhelmed by the idea of just whatever. It's just nice right now. There's a That's because daddy's got your back. Yeah. Like, yeah, you have my back and he's more predictable and there's so much that's figured out that we had to work. But also daddy has your back. Yeah, you have my back. So there's going to be a lot of adjusting if that's the case. And um, big picture, I think like I want to get back to just traveling. I want to see the world. I want to take our kids to see the world. I want to... I want to balance work. I want to balance us. Like I want to prioritize our relationship, you know, because that's so key. And, um, does that look like spending some time away from geo or the kids mm-hmm. where like we take a night away or even a few days away? Like we're spending time focusing on just us. Don't get ahead of yourself. No. <laughs> okay. No, I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah, ideally it'd be great to get to a place where we can go away and feel comfortable enough to do that. I, I can't imagine it right now because mm-hmm. I don't even know what that would really look or feel like. But I okay. know that that would be really beneficial to us. So I'm not going to say no. Of course not. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a few with more adulting like a mother father. 
Okay, guys, we have a new friend of the pod, Mod Cloth. Mod Cloth is making getting dressed fun again, okay? They're independently owned. They're all about perfect fits for every single body type. They have unique mood-boosting prints. I'm not kidding. I, I saw. They're like vintage-inspired, versatile styles that make you look good and, more importantly, make you feel good. I kind of fell in love with this one coat. It's called the Mid-Century Modern Love Sweater. It's reasonably priced and it's also on sale right now. So I think I might have to actually pull the trigger on that one. Really cool, kind of timeless pieces, but aren't super bland and boring, if that makes sense. You have to check it out. So to get 20% off your purchases of $75 or more, including sale items, that's good to know, go to modcloth.com and enter code adulting at checkout. Promo code cannot be combined with other offers. Again, that's modcloth.com and enter code adulting for 20% off your order of $75 or more. Happy shopping. And now back to adulting like a mother father. Okay. So aside from like where we are physically, what does it look like to put more focus on us? Oh my gosh. Where do I begin? Um, well, I mean, I think like that would mean we'd have to make a point and make arrangements to have more alone time period. I mean, Right now, we're so lucky in that Gio goes to bed at 6.30 at the latest. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, we do have our evenings to do stuff together, but we haven't, you know, gone out or, or spent time, quality time together. We're usually doing stuff around the house. So I just think we have to we have to work at making it a priority. I agree. I agree. But I think you skirted around the question a little bit. It, this is what I do. <laughs> this is what she does. Okay. So aside from like where we are physically, yeah, what does it look like in terms of effort or gestures or conversations? I don't know how you yeah. describe it, you know, that well, but like, what does it look like for us to focus more on each other? Okay. This is kind of like a backwards way of answering it, but it's like, I know that we need to have more time together where our guards are down we can talk about the things that we need from one another and in my opinion sometimes that looks like a romantic outing like time that's set aside for us to so that way our guards are down and we're knowing that this is like we're going into this experience knowing it's for us and that like we need this we require this for our relationship okay. and then you can have those effortless conversations because i know what you want me to probably say no i don't want you to say anything this is totally open-ended okay okay so did I stop you? No, it's just I have a I have this inkling that you would like for me to say. No, 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 no. It means that we would be putting effort into the things that we need to do for one another in order for the other person to feel heard and and this understood. is a judgment free conversation. I'm simply asking questions okay. to figure out what your dream world and scenario looks like. Yeah, I think like in my dream world, there's more romance, and in okay. my dream world, there's a there's a place and time in which we are ready and feel like we've reached this milestone um, enough to like celebrate ourselves and our love and our family and the life we've created. But I wouldn't want to do that until we felt like we were at a place where we were both excited about it. And I've never really felt like you have been at that same place, like wholeheartedly. Ever? Um. 
I feel like you're you're open to the idea of like having some sort of ceremony or party. Oh, to celebrate you're talking about love. a celebration. Yeah, I feel like I can definitely coax you into it, but I I would not. I would not say that you would bring it up on your own or that you would say, hey, listen, like, I love you. I want to do this. First of all, no, you would not. Clearly, there are things that are just like right underneath the surface right now for me. That Sure. <laughs> that is really just wanting to peek its head out. Dude, she, yeah, she's been uh, bashing me today. Um but that's okay. That's not what this conversation mm-hmm. is about. This conversation <laughs> is meant to be 100% positive. It's just the whole idea of having this conversation is we want to provide an example, right? Of course. This is something we haven't done. I think this is a, a very adult conversation. This is what people should be doing in their relationships. Mm-hmm. I want to know what your dreams are and what your dream scenarios look like. Yeah. So that that Do way you, we can figure out how to get there together. I that's just it. thought of something that's... Um, it's pretty transparent, but I'm just going to say it because some of the people that Chris Harder, for example, he is very open about his money and his, the finances and all of that. So it's like for me in the next like one to three years, I feel weird saying this because I never want anyone to think that I'm greedy in any way. Okay. But if it has to do with money, I've actually taken some pages from his book recently. Why do you have to be apologetic about the quality of life that you want? Because I have a huge, um, I have a lot of empathy for people who don't have these things. But those people likely have a different drive and they have different ambitions. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. But, but my, my other school of thought is that I've always felt this responsibility to make it so that I could provide for other people. So Mm -hmm. If I do have these, these lofty, you know, goals and numbers in mind that I'd like to like have in the bank or so on and so forth, like I know that I would, I would be a good candidate because I would, I would, (laughs) I would be a good candidate. Uh, Send all donations. (laughs) (laughs) No, because I would love to just be able to have that freedom to give back and help organizations and and people, people, even close family, like people just along the way. Yeah. It's amazing. That's amazing. And, And I think that's how you should be. But I think this is a good like teaching moment, even for myself. I, I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting what you want. And if that means money because money gives you freedom and options and the ability to help people and mm-hmm. do good things, I don't see the problem. Sure. You know? Sure. So I don't want to, because I've always had a strange relationship with money as well. Like came from a very, you know, uh, moderate upbringing. My parents split. You know, I was with my mom she wasn't making much money. Like my quality of life in terms of financially went from what was very normal for me to like, Oh wow. Like, you know, not what are we going to eat, but like, can I get a new shirt? You know, things like that. I know it sounds silly, but like the quality of life just changed a lot. And I think that messed with my relationship with money. Mm -hmm. And I've always aspired to have more because I've realized over time that it just gives you so much freedom and it gives you options. Like you're not locked in to anything when you have money and you have options. Sure. No, I don't disagree at all. Um, yeah, I think I like knowing that there's a certain amount for us to live comfortably. And then also a certain amount that I can know is available for any, which organization or, or someone who needs it or animals or anyone, you know? Yeah. But what if, what if like, 
you also want some play money. You know, sure. like what if what if you just want to make money because you want to put a Tesla in the driveway and you're willing to put in the work to make it happen? Yeah, I mean, listen, we only we live once, right? So right. it's like, yeah, I think absolutely. And I think as long as you're smart and you're not putting yourself in a hole, then yes, you should be able to okay. to treat yourself because we do. We work hard for a reason. It can't all be work. Yeah. I think I think I'm just harping on this because I can see your whole demeanor change when we start talking yeah. about money, which I didn't even say anything. Listen, you got like, into it. You know, I talk, I thought about this a lot before I fell, fell, ugh, fell to sleep. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> fell asleep last night. Oh, you felt gosh. hard. Yeah. Well, I was thinking about the fires and then I was yeah. thinking about the heat and then I went on this whole like tangent in my head and I feel like I never talk to you about the things I think about at night because sometimes it it feels so heavy that like I don't even want to talk about it because then it feels real but the idea of knowing that there are people and families that don't have the means to be comfortable in certain situations when like obviously you know COVID might have strapped you financially but now like you know, it's 112 degrees out and you're maybe don't have AC or what, like, or you're homeless. And I just was going down that path of, yeah. oh my gosh, how can I, what am I doing and how can I do more? And, and that's who you are. And that's, I mean, it's an admirable, uh, ad, no, I'm in your boat too. <laughs> it's an admirable, um, characteristic, you know, and, and at the end of the day, you're just empathetic and, and, you're going to feel what you believe other people are feeling in situations where you feel like they don't have what they need or what they want. Yeah. Right. Thinking about my brother. Cause yeah. I have, I don't even know if I've ever yeah. really even well, talked. That's a whole about yeah. different conversation. We have talked about it. It was a while back, like yeah. in the first few episodes. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, I hate to harp on this. When you go back to the conversation around money, that's why, like, that's one of the reasons it's 100% okay to want to accumulate some money because, mm -hmm. you know, you you see these situations around you or the environment and you want to help. Now you have the means to help. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm grateful that I've I've been in that position for a long time. I just want to be in a better one because, of course, um, you know, the more you can help, the better. And mm -hmm. then I think that's just how the world goes around. You yep. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think it's annoying that I said something about my brother and then didn't say anything more? Because I feel like as a listener, I listen to podcasts all the time and they're probably like, oh. You can, yeah, give a quick backstory. So my brother, um, who's a little younger than me, he's kind of just had a rougher go and he, I guess, essentially has been homeless off and on or living out of his car. And recently he... But clarify, because people are going to be like, why are you letting He has family and he has, you know, he's had options. And, and much like a lot of people that I feel like end up in those situations, it takes a lot of decisions and choices along the way to... And, and not for everyone. Yeah. Sometimes you're dealt a bad card and that's just unfortunate and it breaks my heart. But, you know, in this case, like... A lot of family, like we're a big Italian family, like we have reached out, we've tried to help and tried to anyway. So it's just been a, a struggle for him. And so recently we've kind of lost touch, Mario and I. Mm -hmm. And so when I lose touch with him, part of me is okay with it because I'm like, I don't know that I can really handle the reality of what his situation is right now. And then the other part of me struggles with the unknown. 
is he okay? Is he, is he drinking enough water? Like, oh gosh, you, yeah, you can only imagine what I was thinking about last night. But so that's been like, not a fun process, but I do feel lucky that, you know, we have made the choices to get us to this place to even have a conversation like this, where we can say, Hey, like, what are your goals? Like, how can we support one another to get there? Because, you know, support is really crucial. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Like, I feel like I'm rambling, but think about the people who don't have enough of it and they are in these situations. Yeah. A hundred percent. I think it's just, you know, this is just one example that you can take into your own life where you can start to create the support with the people that you care about most around you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wow. I keep saying, every time I say, you know what I mean? I think about that one review that called us the CEOs of, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I, uh, I'm honored, <laughs> but it's not the CEO you want to be. No, I hear it every time. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, I think it's just, you know, I think it comes with a little bit of age and maturity. You start thinking about, what you want and the energy you want to surround yourself with and what you want to be able to provide to other people and support is something that, uh, I actually feel like I do it kind of naturally. I've always been an empath like you, like I've always been able to feel people's feelings and I want to help, especially when I see somebody not at an optimal state. Mm -hmm. I always want to step in and like fix the situation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think that this is this is something easy that you can do to build better relationships. Yeah, for sure. So let's get back to it, okay? Okay. I know we got way off there, and that's that's totally fine. So we've this talked about work. Spilling. We talked about money a little bit. Um, we talked about living situation. Is there anything that we're missing here? Like, I think one of the things I think about most at this point in my life is time and energy. Sure. What, you know, in the next one to three years, what do you want to be spending more time on? Um, interesting. You know, this is what came to mind. So I'm just going to say it. I want to, um, find that like activism part of me because my whole life being vegan and, um, and just living my lifestyle and, you know, speaking up when I feel called to has always given me purpose. I've always felt this like greater purpose that like, you know, it's a trickle effect. Me being vegan, like, you know, benefits the animals, the planet, my health. And then, you know, anyone that I affect in that regard and and maybe they change their lifestyle a little bit, helps the animals, the planet, their health. And so I, I feel like, um, you know, you have a baby or you have multiple and then you're all of a sudden just so focused on their well-being. I do want to start thinking broader again. Sure. Is there anything that makes you as an individual feel like you're thriving? Is, I mean, is there anything that, you know, you find yourself doing or thinking about or like an activity that just makes you thinking about nobody else, yeah. just you? feel alive yes absolutely what are those what what is that thing what are those things <laughs> well i mean since the ripe age of maybe i don't know 11 12 years old when i uh left school to pursue acting i've been a gym rat forever okay i mean every day like went to the gym part of my life you're smiling you're so annoying. i have a thought but i'm gonna keep it to myself because it's not I what this conversation's have about straight away from that um 
since quarantine. Um, I have no excuse because we have equipment and we have a gym space and I can have the time because I know that you would cover me. And anyways, I, I have gotten away from that. And I know this sounds, I hate that I'm even going to say this because I feel like people make these like body goals or whatever. And it just, whatever. Mine is pretty concrete. I've been literally preaching it to anyone around me right now. I have these images that I've like, you know, saved on my Instagram page and I am so going for my like goal body in 2021. Okay. Can you paint a picture for us? What does that goal body look like? Do you like? want to know? Yeah. Oh course. my gosh. I wish I could show everyone what's saved on my phone, but like, I kind of want to recreate this one image. Is there a name of oh, somebody? Oh wait, it's this account and it's, I mean, it's not inappropriate. It's actually quite beautiful. Listen, everyone loves a beautiful woman. I'm not going to lie. Here we go. Hold on. I'm going to give it to you. Here's my saved pictures. This account um, is called... Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if um, one of our Sugar Taco investors is on there. Tina, let me see. Why is it, of course, being so slow? I think it's called the Naked something. Hold on. The Naked Tiger. Mm, Sounds natural. So the Naked Tiger posts these like beautiful women. And one of their more recent pictures is this one of a lady who's sitting reading the newspaper and just something about her gorgeous physique really Let's see it. motivated me to get my act together. But like, I'm going to give myself a, a little time. But like time. in the future? Yeah, in the future. That's why I hate saying this stuff because I feel like people are like, oh, come after, you know, this time or this no, time. No, but, but, that, I have but that's this what this conversation is about. Yeah, I feel like I'm allotting myself this time to be in my body, be a mom, be quarantined, like hold space for myself. And then I know for a fact, once things start to lift and I can find my rhythm and normalcy again, like it's game time. Here she is, by the way. I think I showed, did I not show you that? No. I sent it to everyone, literally. Oh yeah. My okay. aunt, my cousin, uh-huh. Kylie, everyone who's talked to me, I've been like, by the way, um, you know, hold me accountable to this. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's probably the, the thing that I have ditched that's been the most part of my life and that makes me feel powerful and challenges myself. Okay. Okay. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Okay, guys, because uh, I can be a little funky from time to time, deodorant is very, very important to me. Um, and that's why I like each and every. Each and every's gender inclusive deodorant is formulated for sensitive skin and skin to control the funk, like mine. It's made without aluminum, parabens, baking soda, alcohol, and synthetic fragrances. Uh, in fact, each and every has been found to provide odor protection equal to an antiperspirant without the aluminum. We've said it before, guys. It's very important to not have the aluminum in your deodorant. It is not necessary whatsoever. Uh, So get it out. Okay. Each and every was founded by two women in the beauty industry that were frustrated by the lack of high quality natural deodorant options. One of their founders holds a PhD in molecular and developmental biology and used her in-depth understanding about how the body interacts within different ingredients to help design each and every. I think that's so cool. Personally, I love the backstories to companies. Yeah. Uh, So I thought you guys would like that as well. Uh, they have so many scents. They all smell amazing. One of the ones that I'm loving right now is the cedar and spice guys. It goes on clear, dries, clear. It's smooth. It's just a really good, 
deodorant experience. So if you think about your own experience, this one's better. <laughs> yeah, so get on the experience. Visit each and every dot com slash adulting. Each and every dot com slash adulting. Use promo code adulting for thirty percent off your first purchase. That's not eligible to combine with other discounts or subscription. That's promo code adulting at each and every dot com slash adulting. Now back to adulting like a mother father. Is there anything that we're missing? Um, yeah, I think like just overall, like I just want to find, you know, I want to, I want to be happy. I want to be excited about things. I, I love, I love optimism. Why are you smiling? <laughs> I, I love optimism too. No, I know you just make fun of me all the time. What I mean by that is that like, I like to manifest things. I like to like, think about like the future is the possibilities are endless. I don't, yeah. I don't like being stagnant. I like not knowing things. That's why I am not a planner. I like knowing that there are things that are going to happen and, and it's going to be exciting and adventurous, but mm-hmm. I do not need see for you. You would like the steps to get there. Yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. Because I know what you're saying. And the way that I would describe it is this. Like when you are putting in the work to allow opportunities to find you, Mm -hmm. but you don't necessarily know like what's around the next turn. Yes. That's like a crazy awesome place to be in in life. That's how I've lived my life. Like that's how all these experiences have come about. And that's what I'm most used to. And I think that's what's driving me most crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Can I be honest? Oh gosh. I don't know. I feel like you're not going to stop anyways. Go ahead. No, it's, it's not, it's not like bad. Yeah. It's just, I feel like you've lost a little bit of that, uh, sense of, those things are in your control. Like you can make more happen. I feel like you've kind of been sitting back and like waiting for things to happen to you. And when they're not happening right now, or they're just very different because of the environment, it's, it's dropping you to a place that you don't really want to be. Sure. But also, you know, I can very quickly turn the switch back on, you know, I know that's hard for you to imagine, but like I've had little conversations along the way with people around me, specifically in the entertainment industry, who are slowly getting the green light to get back into the works with things. And it excites me. And it just makes me believe that like, you know, there's totally light at the end of the tunnel. There's, you know, there will be more of that in my life. It's not over and done with. I mean, I I certainly just can't imagine not performing for the rest of my life. So, um, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I have mixed feelings on, I think in, in today's world with our technology, like, and the platforms that exist, like you can literally take any of that into your own hands and start creating. But at the same time, I know that's not necessarily what drives you. I know that you want to be in simple terms, hired on as talent to a fun project and you want to show up, you want to do an amazing job. You want to be surrounded with people that are all there for the same thing and the same passion and then go home at the end of the day. I I like a blend, but I think right now in my life, it would be a beautiful thing to be hired as talent. Yeah. Show up, do what I guess what you're hired as talent right now. No, this is, I have stripped away my talent for this podcast. Okay. You guys are getting the real deal. That's all right. So that's what they want. Did that answer your questions? 
Yeah, it did. It did. So, okay. I feel so like now, I'm in the hot seat. It's not a hot, it's a cold seat. I don't know why it's cold, but it's cold. Okay. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> um, okay. So I, I think I have a good picture of what you want. Mm-hmm. And what I want to do is just spend a little time on how I can help you get there. I can help make these things happen for you. Wow. Are you a magician? No, I'm just trying to be supportive. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean. So in the work world, what can I do to su- to better support what you want? You know, I think at the end of the day, a lot of this really just comes to having a solid partnership and knowing that like I have the mental space to be the best that I can when it mm-hmm. comes to me like plugging in and getting to my emails or on a call or whatever it may be. I struggle to feel motivated when like things are off balance. Like when you and I are not, you know, on the same page or if we're fighting or whatever, or if, you know, geo is being demanding and you're not stepping in enough, like that's when I lose control. So I think it all just comes back to like trying to communicate through those moments so that we can like, you know, understand what our needs are. Okay. Well, you know, I'm down with the communication. So dude, everyone listening if you haven't figured this out already andrew is i think you should literally change gafton guy to like king of communication it's not bad or the communication king yeah come to him for all your communication i'm still needs. trying to lock in a coffee name so maybe that's it communication coffee Ooh, <laughs> you're welcome nobody's going for it <laughs> okay so cool. yeah yeah that's okay. probably what i would need right. i just need us to be living our best lives so that i can feel that much more empowered to live my best business life. Okay. All right. We can dig into that a little bit more off air. Okay. Maybe wrap my head around that a little better. Okay. So let's talk about, uh, you know, like physical living situations. So you talk about maybe moving at some point, Mm -hmm. probably into a little bit bigger place. Yep. Uh, oftentimes that comes down to money. Mm -hmm. Do you have any? I have a little bit. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. But I, I, you know, the competitor inside me always wants to be top guy, top provider. And sure. I've been working towards that. Um, I think we've talked about this a little bit on the show. I moved to LA, didn't have two nickels to rub together. I think I had $13 in my bank account at one point, like two weeks into being here. And I've been scratching and clawing and, and working my way up. Um, this is, this is very real. Yeah. Um, I'm listening it's been challenging with you because I met you when you were already a working actress. You had been doing it for a while. That career when you're working and on big projects can pay pretty well. Mm -hmm. And I've always been playing catch up since the day that we met. And it's a challenging place to be in, not because I'm a guy, but because I'm super competitive, you know, and I want to be the one that is top dog. Sure. And it's not just money. It's really anything that I do. Um, so I'm still working to be the one that can provide. If, if we're equal, like, look, the reality is I don't know if I ever need to be on top here. I'd like to be. But if we're both feeling fulfilled and we're both like providing a living and the quality of life that we want for each other and the family, I'm good with that. I agree. I think it's actually very brave that you were able to um, admit that because I know that you have pride and you're a super hard worker and you're such a smart guy and yeah. um, thank you 
yeah oh my gosh yeah so I just I think it's it's cool to hear you you know kind of like drop your guard and and admit that like it's been challenging for you because I know that that was especially challenging in the beginning of our relationship now I think because you've made some money you found your way and now you're on this entrepreneur track where you realize like the sky really is the limit and you you have like you yeah. know, the tools to succeed. It's, it's a different, um, but it's outlook. also, it's also crazy because it's a whole new journey. Yeah. You know, I literally started from zero again. I just feel like I now have the tools, the organization and the drive to make things happen. I love it. You know? Yeah. So anyways, Going back to the house. Thing, yeah. Cause we would need the money. Correct. Need the money. So yes. obviously I want to be able to one to, I want to be the one to help, you know, with buying a house, you know, down payment here in LA, Look, the reality is like stepping up from this point, it's hard to find anything in a desirable area for under a million dollars. That's just oh, the reality, right? Very, very so if you took that bottom dollar number mm-hmm. and you want to put 20% down, that means you need 200K in cash yeah. to put down for a new home if we want to hang on to the house we have here right. as a rental property. Now, there's some creative things you can do. You can take a, a home uh, equity, equity line, line of credit, pull some money from your current home, to help pay for your down payment. There's things you can do, but at the end of the day, if we want flexibility and we want to make the most profit out of running this place, that just means we have at least 200 K to put down on a new place. Correct. And when you're smart with money, it's not like all you have is 200 K and you're using the whole bit to put down on a new home, you know? Yeah. And if you walk into, I mean, let's be more realistic. A million dollar home out here is going to take a lot. I mean, I would imagine it would need some renovations. It would need some work. Um, so, you know, let's say we decide to go that route, you know, you would probably need another couple hundred thousand or more to invest in that home. So yeah, I mean, you're looking at a half a million liquid in the next like one to three years in order to move. It's doable. Of course it's doable. Anything's doable. See, we set that goal and then we're going (laughs) to work backwards from there. Yeah. So, okay. So I want to do my part, whether that's me figuring out how to make that whole lot or at so least in the half next of it. One to three years, yep. we need at least a half a million completely liquid that we could afford to just dump and leave into a new home while being able to keep our current home mm-hmm. while of course having, you know, the things, the bigger assets that we have, our car payments, you know, obviously for me, it's food. That's a priority. I need to make sure I have my food budget and that's, you know, it. Okay. I think it's doable. Okay. And then, all right, so let's move on from there. So in terms of the way that you spend your time, you talked about being a gym rat and working out whatnot. What can I do to help you get what you want there? I mean, at the end of the day, it comes down to me wanting it. Um, I think I just need to find that spark for it again. And even if it's not right now, like think a year out from now, two years out when you're like in the zone, like you're doing everything oh, you want in life. When I'm in the zone, hold on. What, what is that? You kind of talked about what it looked like, mm-hmm. but what does it look like in terms of what I'm providing for you to have that? All I'll really need on a very practical side is I'll need at least an hour to an hour and a half every single day. Okay. That's it. Okay. Cause That's when easy. I get into my zone, I like to work out at least like, six, you know, maybe even seven days a week. And so, yeah, hour and hour and a half just so I could shower, regroup, you know, back to, back to life, back to mom life. Okay. Easy. That's what I'll need. Does, this is one thing we didn't talk about. Do you see in the future ever having help? I knew you were going to say that. That's literally where my head just went. 
Um, I'm indifferent about that. Like, I'm not going to say no, because mm-hmm. obviously if we're both super, super busy and, you know, we need it, then that's a different conversation. But right now, I think the coordinating between the two of us is working-ish. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Yeah, I think I need to like really think on it and and know that like the right person out there exists and yeah, that's it. Yeah, I hear you. I think that would be one of the hardest things to do in life up to that point is figuring out who you trust with spending that kind of time with your kid. Almost impossible if you yeah. ask me. I yeah. never thought that I remember being Sometimes I feel like we I like I wouldn't even want a family at member all. to do that. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. I remember being almost ready to give birth to Gio and I was texting my cousin who spent a lot of time as a nanny, as has a lot of people in my family. We have a lot of really amazing nannies in our family, which is funny we're having this conversation because <laughs> the good people do exist. But I was telling her, I'm like, oh, there's no way with my workload right now, like I'm absolutely going to have to need some help. And that's just a given at this point. Then we had Gio and I was like, Back help, yeah. <laughs> help. No way. No one's touching him. (laughs) Dude, that part's tough. I've said this before. This is kind of off subject here, but it's hard for just like, it's hard for us and we're doing it together every day. Like we're super fortunate in the way that we're both here every day with him. I cannot imagine what it's like for one person, one person, like a single parent, or even if you have hired help, I I know it's a lot. I mean, being a parent is a full time job. Your heart is always thinking of that part. Like you are constantly worried for that little human. And I care about more than anything. I almost think it's like less of, I mean, you're definitely worried, but it's more about life is made up of so many things, not like, and not just your kid, you know, work pressures, life pressures, you know, all the things. Yeah. That's a big, yeah piece of the puzzle is you realize like how much your plate feels full when you have a kid okay you know okay yeah should should we switch gears so i could start asking you some questions i know you're not gonna have as long we might be running out of time here i know but we'll keep i was wondering if you were ever gonna ask about me (laughs) well i mean think about it you know me now yeah i know that's why i was wondering (laughs) Uh, okay no 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 let's let's dive into andrew gardner for a second okay where are we at? Should we take a quick break? Let's take a quick break and we'll come back with, um, Ooh, I'm interested in this. Hear about Andrew's goals. More adulting like a mother father when we come back. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15% on top of the money Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? You dog to make breakfast in bed with Belgian waffles and a fresh fruit compote? As nice as that sounds, that's probably never going to happen. But at least there's never been a better time to switch to Geico. Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com to learn more. Hey everyone, it's Brennan Taylor. You may have seen me on YouTube or even your television. Well, I'm starting a podcast called Sus. Share your scare on Podcast One. Have you ever been in a suspicious, crazy, or wild situation? Well, on Sus, we're going to dive into first-hand accounts of all things terrifyingly thrilling, intense, and paranormal. From myself, from you, the listener, and from some of my friends. You may actually know them. Don't miss Sus. Share your scare. Dropping every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. All right, guys, we're back. Here's adulting like a mother father. 
Okay, we're back. Um, Andrew admitted during the break that he thought we were just going to do me and he was never going to get his shot. So let's let's give you the, the floor. I do want to know what the next one to three years look like for you specifically. Now, I know you've heard my story, but pretend you never heard anything that I had to say. I want to know strictly where you are. Oh, don't worry about that. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm me, my own person. Um, to be honest, I'm a little caught off guard here. I didn't think it was going to turn around to be on me at any point. Oh, God. I'm not prepared. Oh, God. But I can answer these questions. Um, okay, so if I'm going to paint a dream, dream world one to three years out, from a, a, a business perspective, I've figured out this entrepreneur hustle. Um, I have a couple things going. One is I'm relaunching Gafton, and then I'm launching a coffee company right now. So in one to three years, both of those are humming along. Uh, I'm loving spending my time on both of them because that's not something I've ever had in terms of the work world, mm-hmm. uh, which is big reason why I wanted to get both of them going. I figured out the balance between giving that all the time and attention it needs and still having enough for, for you and geo and family and friends. So I figured out the balance of time with all that. Um, I hope that the podcast is still going and, and bigger and better than ever with amazing guests and amazing conversations and a real setup at some point. You don't like our setup? <laughs> it's uh We're in our office playroom guest room. Right. <laughs> with usually the uh laptop for our Zoom calls is on top of a random kind box. of beauty boxes. <laughs> what do you mean? It's very on brand. <laughs> so so yeah. So to have that going, uh family life obviously we would be good. Be happy. We would spend more time being happy than unhappy, more energy on positive things and laughing and having a good time together and like having great deep conversations versus time spent like being frustrated and annoyed with each other uh, or just like drained of energy, you know? Yes. Um, you know, maybe there's another kid at that point. I think in the first few months of Geo, I was like, Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> I could not see it. Geo came in, changed our life completely. I People had warned me. I had no idea how much energy it would take. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just like, there's not a chance that I could have another. I think I'm very much good with him. I'm going to focus on him, give him a great life, and I'll be very happy with that. You know, fast forward a little bit. You start, not that I have it down, but you start to find that rhythm of uh, surviving a little bit better. And now I could see the light at the end of the tunnel and I could see the possibility of another kid. So there's that. Um, home. Home. I think by that point, we definitely move. In my dream scenario, I have a couple in terms of where I live. I've always loved the idea of living in Hawaii. Oh my gosh. Okay. You guys, what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say surface level on that. The reality is, is... I love it. I love, love, love the idea of it because I love what life is like out there. Um, and I just love like visually it's like so stimulating and beautiful. And so the idea of like seeing that stuff every day, it just sounds amazing. But I've also realized just recently, I'd say in the last year or so, and it's probably has a lot to do with geo is how important it is to have those people closest to you around. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, 
nobody else lives out there. Obviously that's family. And a lot of our families in Southern California now. And so it kind of feels like this is where we have to be for the foreseeable future. But with that being so, uh, I love the idea of living in Malibu. I love the idea of having a bigger piece of property, say like an acre or so. I, I just love being outside. I love uh, a good view. I'm like so stimulated visually with things that I don't have to be on the water, but like being up in the hill with a view of the ocean would be amazing. I love it. Um, you know, the house has got to be a little bit bigger now. I don't need a fat house. We no. have our house is like 1700 square feet, something like that. We have a great little spot, great outdoor space. But the one drawback of our place is that our living room and kitchen, although it's an open concept, it's a little tight. And it's yeah, a- what happened was, is they flipped the house because yeah. I remember their original plans and they used part of the living space to create what is now Gio's bedroom. Gotcha. Okay. So imagine taking, you know, a classic room, which would be like, what, eight by 10 feet or whatever, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit more. And that's no longer part of your living room. Right. So we have a, we have a condensed living space Yeah, and we like to entertain. So, yeah. that's so that would be bigger. Yeah. That would be bigger. Um, yeah. A garage and a, atta- I like the idea of an attached garage, Whoa. three car garage. I don't. It doesn't have to be attached. Actually. I take that back. It's not a requirement, mm-hmm. but a three car garage. I got to get the Tesla cyber truck in there because oh, that's going to happen. So that's part of my dream, mm-hmm. which is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, uh, if it's like a detached garage, it's got an apartment above where we can rent f- it out. We can rent it. Um, I'm a little weird about like the privacy and the security of that, but if nothing else, family can stay in it when they come mm-hmm. so that they're not in our space, you know, cause yeah. it's kind of like get out kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that's the living situation. Uh, what are we missing? Now I need to ask you the question, how can I better support you so that you can make your goals in one to three years happen? Ooh, the work one is easy for me. Mm-hmm. The work one is maybe it's because I've been conditioned through like my traditional corporate gigs or whatever. I spent a lot of time like early morning in front of the computer or whatever. And I spent a lot of time alone cause I used to leave for work every day. I really like at least having some time during the day, two hours or three hours or whatever, where I can be in an office type environment, even if that's at home where I can shut the door, be by myself and sit down and plug away without interruption. So ideally it looks like you being proactive and Hey, you know, like let's set the schedule for how much time you need every day when that is going to be like during the day and let's give you the opportunity to disappear and go do your thing. Sure. Yeah. I can see how that could be very helpful. Okay. (laughs) I'm just thinking how right now we have a really great schedule that I think works for both of us, but if we need to adjust it then. Well, okay. We do. We don't always follow the schedule, which is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think one of the things that is still challenging with this is that the house is a little smaller. Even if I come in here and shut the door and Gio's awake, you know, it's hard to make a call or, you know, exactly. I, know. I get it. I get it. Exactly. Okay. So, and then in terms of just like, I'm just curious cause I need to know okay. what does it look like relationship wise? How can we work better together so that we can have what you said in the beginning, like more, more happiness, more joy, more, you know, yeah. positive times. Okay. Yeah. 
from a selfish standpoint, and you may not like this, but in my dream world, it, it feels as if you put more uh, thought and effort in the things that like drive me and that I care about. And you show me that you care about those things too. Even if you don't, you know, you show me that you're willing to make the effort to be part of that. So simple things like, Hey, how, how are you? Or like, what's going on in your world today? Or what do you have to get done this week? How can I help those kinds of things? When I feel like you're on my team and you support me, then it's much easier for me to be, uh, well, I don't know what the right word is. Like I just have more to give. Sure. You know? Okay. So it looks that, like that seems a lot easier than like some guys would just be like just tons of sex. Sure. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's nice. <laughs> uh, but you know, I don't know if anybody can feel me or relate to this. You're just a, you're a unique dude. Maybe you are. Maybe. You're such a unique dude because you require these like moments that a lot of girls would be like dying to provide. And I required the more like, can you just like grab me from behind? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. And we're back. No, that's fine. It's just no, we got awkward, we got to keep it real. I mean, listen, our parents, our aunts, everyone listens. It's fine. But mm-hmm. listen, the truth is we're in our 30s and like mama's got to get some. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. I feel the same way. I think for, look for me, I'll just be I'll just be very real. When I've never had a relationship go anywhere near this long. Like we're deep in the game at this Guess point. Guess what? Same. Almost nine first. years, right? Almost a decade <laughs> at this point. It's about, and, and with a little bit of age and maturity, it's about so much more for me. The physical part is great, and I feel like that could be there pretty easily. But as time goes on and you're around each other so much, it becomes about so much more than that yeah. for me. Like yeah. it becomes about, can we can we sit in the car with like nothing going on and have a conversation that we can get lost in. And I'm just like, I'm so happy in this moment. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many pressures and now so many responsibilities with geo and work and taking care of a house and just so many things. It's like little things like when somebody can stop and say like, Hey, I know there's a lot going on. You look stressed out. What's going on? How can I help those kind of things? They do. I mean, I don't know how to describe it. They just do so much for me at this point in life. No, I totally get it because you reciprocate that for me. Yeah. And you'll often check in or ask, you know, do you need time or whatever? I mean, sometimes you do that. <laughs> but more often mm, than I do, I think I maybe. do that a lot. Yeah. And I appreciate it. And I know what it feels like. It feels like you're being um, taken care of in some way. Like someone's got your back. 100%. Yeah, that's what I want to feel. I totally get it. <laughs> I totally get it. And I'm capable of having your back. I think I just don't articulate it the way that you want me to articulate it. I think, um, you know, so many people have said, read this book, the five love languages yes. is what it's called. Everybody said, read it. We've never actually read it. We know that, you know, without even knowing what the languages are, that our languages are different. And from my perspective, like, you know, you, you definitely show me love but in the way that comes natural and is comfortable for you and not necessarily the way that I want or need it, even if I tell you exactly how I want or need it. Correct. You know, and that's probably, uh, reversed as well. Absolutely is. So we've got to figure out how we blend those and get to that middle point better. Mm -hmm. I think also on that note, it's just nice 
to feel like and to see it and feel somebody like being able to put their self completely to the side just to give you what you need or what you want. You know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. That I, I imagine is an amazing feeling. Stop. Stop it. I hope you don't really feel that way, but if you do, then I need to make a better effort of making you feel taken care of. And, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll leave it at that. Okay. So will I. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this has been how long of therapy? Look, we don't even need to pay for it. Why can't I read time? Oh, because we restarted it. Yeah, it's been uh, about an hour. What's that one say? It says 12 minutes Ooh, from the yeah. break. So yeah. I um, I appreciate that you you got us to do this. I did not know where it was going. In fact, I was like kind of not totally looking forward to it. I was like, can't we just talk about parenting? Because I have a lot of catching up to do. There's a lot going on with Geo. But, um, but I'm glad we did this because it's nice to have like, you know, I guess a broader view of what our goals are and, you know. Yeah. I think, um, whether you're in a relationship or not, it's so easy to lose sight of the things that you want without any reservation, you know, no influence from somebody else. No, like no environmental influence or like guilt guilt or because you've been doing it this way in a relationship or out of a relationship for X amount of times that like, that's just what it's become. Like, no, you need to be able to step back from a high level and go, where am I spending my time, my energy? And what do I actually want? Yeah. So true. You know? And when you can do that in a relationship and you can talk about it and be super open with each other about it with yeah. no reservation, you're both more likely to get, exactly what you want out of life. And that's where I'm at. Like I said earlier, I have such a focus on time and energy right now because it's not that I don't feel old by any means, but just getting a little bit older and you start seeing that if you don't take control, your time and your energy can be used up by anybody and everyone. Mm. And if you don't take control of that, you know, you just lose so much of both of those things doing the things that you don't even want to do. Wow. That's pretty good actually. Cause I agree. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I get stuck. I mean, right now, especially it's like a time warp where you can go a full day of just being in your home and you're like, what did I really get done for myself? Like that I care about that's going to fulfill me long term. So it's a good reminder. Thank it's you. even like, um, you're welcome. I, I want to say it was like my experience in sales that like really made me see that. Right. Because if anybody's done sales before, just like in any job, like you can get stuck doing so much busy work every single day. Right. Emails coming in. Like if you don't have a, a, a strategy or structure for that, like you could literally just be answering emails all day. But if you don't take that time, whether it's the start of the day or whenever you do it, to do the things that actually help you produce and perform. Like you may not even understand this, but like f finding new leads, like going after new business, like you're going to be dead in the water at some point. Yeah. And it's the same thing like in your relationship or in your life. Like if you don't step back and, and make time for the things that actually get you where you want to go or get you to the place internally that you want to be like, you just get stuck in this like tumbling movement where like, you don't have any control of what's going on. That was a very visual 
experience I just went on. Good. And I am with you on that. And I think we can both do a better job of prioritizing things that are actually going to, you know, move us forward and, and, you know, meet some of the needs that may or may not have anything to do with our relationship, but mm-hmm. just external goals. And yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to take this moment to say, I need you to do a better job of telling me what you want or what you need right now on a daily basis. Because I can tell that you're not spending the time doing the things that you want to do. It's just a challenge for me because I've never been, and I know we've been together for so long, and this has always been something we've discussed, but it's like I have always cared so much to be independent that I never, ever, ever want to ask for help. But you haven't been independent for nine years. But it still feels as though, like, anytime I come across something where I'm like, I need, like, I don't express... I don't express that piece. Yeah, but we got to learn because it's been nine years. I know. You know? Yeah. It's like looking at your brother. If he's doing the same thing for nine years, at some point you're going to be like, dude, you got to learn. It's been nine years. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know? Yeah. But I, it's, I only ask and I only harp on it because I just want to make, I want to help and I want to make things easier and better. And that's part of my job as a partner. I feel like is to make sure that like you have what you need to feel happy and fulfilled. I appreciate that. I think that's like a real gift and I feel so lucky and I'm sure a lot of listeners are saying, wow, you're such a gem and you are. And I, I don't say it enough cause I, I know that I'm lucky to have someone who cares so much about me making sure I take care of me. I need to be better about taking care of me. Yeah. And so, and communicating that to you. So thank you. You're welcome. And in turn before we close for the day um yeah you know hit me up if you need anything okay (laughs) i'll leave leave you a voicemail (laughs) i prefer voice notes but okay okay i don't like checking my voice they they overwhelm me (laughs) Uh, okay all right guys wow i'm so glad you if you you listened in to our entire therapy session that we didn't expect to have. I appreciate you guys. Um, you know, I hope that this, you know, I always say this, but it's like, I hope in some way our experience or the way that we like work through things somehow motivates you to approach something different in your life. And that's the goal of being an adult. It's like, it's so important to be able to take references from people around you and build the life that you want to live. So that's all we're trying to do. Sure. Yeah. Do us a favor. Uh, if you're listening, if you're in a a partnership relationship and, and you listen to this without your partner, take this idea back to your relationship or partner, watch them go like, Oh, why are you comparing us to them? Or why do you need to do something someone else is doing? Get a little riff going within your relationship and then have that person DM me and we'll talk about why it's so important to talk about these things. Oh, wow. Look at you. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys. Feel free to leave us a review on Apple podcasts and stay tuned because what's coming up next week. Who do we have on the show next week? You have a little schedule, right? Yeah. It's a surprise. Okay. All right. I'll take it. So stay tuned. We've got some good surprises coming for you guys. All right. We love you. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode of Adulting Like a Mother Father. New shows drop every Tuesday on the Direct Message Network on Podcast One.